Welcome to Women Who Sarcast. I'm Kathy Barron. And I'm Shailani Alex. Are you ready to bid 2020 adieu? Do you have your shit kickers on, ready to boot 2020 into the past? What end of the year ritual do you practice? Does it involve fire and brimstone? <laughs> Today, Shailani and I are going to perform a purge of sorts. We won't be podcasting. We'll be purge casting. Wow. Wow, Kathy, did you come up with that all by yourself? <laughs> I did, actually. You have these moments of, you know, creativity once in a while. Purge casting. Yeah. Don't nice. you think? I think it's I think it's a new trend in podcasting. Okay. I think I'm going to start trending hashtag purge casting. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> See what happens. You just... Just hashtag that shit, like, even if it doesn't have anything to do with purging or casting. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it for every it. post. Hashtag purge casting. I know, it's all like, look at my kitty cat. Hashtag purge casting. See, that wouldn't work out either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would. Are you purging your cat? What's going on? No, just want to hashtag it because I can. <laughs> so I have quite a few things that I want to purge. Mostly it's, like, work-related and... Dang, that's a long list. Meme-related. <laughs> <laughs> it's more about, like, jargon. Okay. So, but we'll um, get to that in a minute. I got my little list. It's pro- it's a little silly. It's, got, it's so not even significant. It's like a minor thing. Yours will probably be more interesting than mine. I'm oh, positive. Probably. It usually is. Um, oh, really? <laughs> So make me add this podcast to that list. <laughs> and this will be Shailani's last podcast of forever. Yeah. Well, it's definitely our last podcast of 2020 if we want to like think about it that way. If you're into that kind of thing, that, that you know, sentimental bullshit, which I know you're into. <laughs> That's us. The sentimental sisters. Well, you know. (laughs) All the time. Hold on to hella stuff. Just because. Mm-hmm. What kind of ritual do you usually do? Do you do one at the end of the year? Yeah, I try to. I mean, I haven't been really good in the last couple of years. Um, I last five years, so maybe I don't. (laughs) Last five years. (laughs) Last ten years. But it's my annual ritual. No, every, ten I, every 10 years. Every 10 years, I do it. Every decade. I do it. It's just in different forms. Um, but it's it's mostly along the lines of the um, vision boarding kind of thing. Like, all right, let me just sit and think about what I want to try to accomplish in the upcoming year. And then taking like a hot second to like think about all right, what did I do this year? And sometimes I don't even want to think about that because it, it could be potentially depressing. Right. Like, let's see, what did I accomplish this year? Absolutely oh, fucking look, nothing. nothing. Awesome. How about that? Yay oh, me. I dug myself into a deeper hole. How about that? <laughs> I'm in more debt than I was starting in the year. Awesome. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm all down for vision boarding, but it seems to be 
more challenging just because there's no freaking magazines to cut up anymore. Yeah. I'm not going to go buy $10 magazine. Sorry. Well, I think now I've seen people also I have a friend of mine who she'll um, do a digital version of it. And, and which I thought was a really great idea um, is to do, do a digital version of it. And then she makes it her screen on her phone. So every time she's looking at her phone, you know, she's reminded of like these images, which I think is great, you know, and even if it's, you know, it doesn't have to be a full on vision board collage glue stick fest. Like all it has to but be. But that's what's like, the fun of it. That's, I know. That makes it so much fun. Yeah, I know. But but that was also kind of like the stressor for me. I'm all like, dang, I can't find a needle and thread. You know, like you're just, you're forced <laughs> to have to use like whatever is, you know, given to you and that kind of sucks. And then you just end up going on the internet anyway and printing out shit and like using up ink and paper. And then all of a sudden your vision board costs a hundred dollars because you had to use all your ink cartridges. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not saying that happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a reality yeah. checker, Shailani. Gross. Like, why the hell does ink have to be so damn expensive? And then you print out like three sheets of black and white text, and all of a sudden your printer's like, "Hi, you got to buy a new black ink cartridge." There's another fifty dollars. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry. It's a conspiracy. Sorry. It is. Anyway, I'm digressing. So anyway, the, but you know, there's there are ways to kind of get around it. I think I, I do want to try something like that this year. Just to see if, um, you know, since everything is going all digital, electronic, online, might as well, you know. But I do like the idea of, you know, putting that image on your phone or just putting it on on a device or something that was, you know, your, your computer screen or whatever, mm -hmm. um, your your wallpaper. Then I think that that's a, that's pretty smart. You're already looking at it anyway. I remember downloading a vision board app. It was kind of limited, but it didn't really do anything for me. And I can't yeah. remember the name of the app, but we'll have to look into that. You know, there there are also things, too, that I've seen, um, like Fonto is an app or um, uh, Pickstitch. Pickstitch is a really good one as well, too. So if you're, you know, finding images, like how I would do it probably, now that I'm kind of thinking through it, is like go online, just kind of screenshot stuff, um, save it as an image, and then put it into PicStitch, which is free. And you could pay to have like other configurations of templates, but you could drop in and collage that way. Mm. Um, so that's another kind of idea as well, too. And then your collage saves as one image, and then, you know, is that JPEG or whatever. Mm -hmm. And Fonto is good because you can put text on a photo, for example. So I use, uh, I go between both of them. I'll, I'll pick stitch something, save it as an image, drop it into Fonto. And then if you want to put some words around it or put a year on it, just to timestamp it. All of it's free. Yeah. Like that free shit. Hell yes. Sure. <laughs> it's so free in my life. So what else is on your list as far as which roles do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so I uh, was perusing the interwebs and came across a blog on thedesigncoach.com, which looks like it's like an Australian blogger. And I think she had listed seven things, best end of uh, the year rituals. The first one is, you know, give thanks and do it in writing and really just kind of recognizing that gratitude is a happiness booster. So why don't you send a handwritten card or thank you to someone that you 
want to say thanks to. And these, you know, as I was reading through the list, these are things that don't need to happen just at the end of the year. And I think we can just practice them like regularly, right? Mm-hmm. So then the, the next one too is decluttering your space in your brain. So just, you know, as we're talking about purging, same thing, doing an annual purge. Oh, here's an interesting one. She listed this as counteract any lingering suckage. <laughs> I know. I was like, is that like an Australian term? Like, suckage. Why would they say that? <laughs> like, I know it's English, but I'm just going to read the quote because I was like, what is this? And uh, it's suggesting grab a partner and then sit down with a piece of paper and start completing this sentence. This year, I'm proud of. And then if you run out of steam, basically, like your partner would gently prod you to be like, well, what else? Right. So then you keep going until you have about 30 to 50 basically brags, big or small, um, business or personal, just anything that happened through the year. So you can just start to list what it is. But it's forcing you to do it in a larger quantity way versus like, all right, I did like these three things. I'm awesome. You know, it's like, no, you. there's a lot more going on that mm. just forcing you to recognize that. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. I think so. The fourth one, remind yourself of how much you've learned. So it's like thinking about like, did you take online courses? Did you do a webinar? Were you meeting and talking with someone? I mean, you and I were talking about, um, you know, just a lot of all the cool people that you've been meeting with and interviewing with and collaborating with on your podcast. I bet like you could come up with a really, really long list um, yourself too, just because you just had such like a rich kind of wide range of experiences this year. Mm hmm. And like, we're all lucky to do that because we can hear what you guys are talking about. So I would definitely put a couple of things like podcasts that you've done with other folks that I would I would put on my list. So in addition to like reminding yourself how much you learn, it's not just like, all right, I learned this thing. You want to also talk about um, your top uh, three to five action steps that you took after you learned it because, you know, knowledge is power and everything, but action makes it even more better. Or if you're like me, you totally forget what you learned like five minutes after you stopped learning it. So (laughs) then you got to relearn what you just learned. Okay. So then there's a number five. It's called make peace with your failures and your enemies. And and that's not to suggest that, you know, like forgiveness is a great thing to have. And it's not to suggest that you have to bring those people back into your life or even have to connect with them, but just consciously having peace with yourself and what had happened and kind of moving on from it. So, you know, that's a hard one. That's a heck of That's a hard also one. called the blacklist. Well, but the fact that you have a blacklist is good. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that it exists. You can burn the shit out of that list. You could. Or put it next to your vision board and be like, yeah, big old X, don't go down this road again. So then there's also uh, number six, which is, I think, the most relevant to 2020. <laughs> Um, and this, she referenced a blog called the Thought Catalog, which I've seen around. I think a lot of people. Um, this sounds I mean, familiar. She referenced it in here, and it says, "Learn to expect the unexpected." If there's any time in any of our lives, I'm sure 2020 was the year to practice that without really having a choice. From the Thought Catalog, it says, "Make a concrete list of all the places life has taken you in the past year that you didn't expect, or things that have happened." And let it serve as a reminder that the coming year will be likely full of surprises, too. Um, and that's just kind of like being okay with just going with the flow, I guess, is maybe the point of that. Or listing where you didn't go, but expected to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> Should we put Rona 
on the blacklist of like, look, yeah. bitch, this is what I couldn't do because of your ass, but I'm just kidding. Burn. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of burning, number seven is, uh, you know, the last, the last one on this list. And it says to light a literal fire at the end of the year. And now you and I have talked about, you know, you having done things like that too, but basically it's like writing down all of your fears and grievances burning them to cinders before the clock strikes midnight. Mm-hmm. That's how it's written. As the paper burns, watch all your concerns fly off into the universe. Well, Santa Fe has this really cool ritual every year called Zozobra. It's where um, Old Man Doom, it's like they build this huge man out of wood and you know materials and stuff. It was always cool because they would burn it like an effigy and you could all, you know, everybody could like put their worries and fears and all their shit into it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then see it burn. It's kind of evolved over the years. You can actually look it up and Google it and it tells you the history of how it came about. And that kind of evolved from this like wooden man character into this automated thing that moves and groans and yeah, it's pretty cool. What? Yeah. I'm sure there's probably like videos on it on YouTube. Oh, there is. There's a ton. Yeah. Yeah, It's pretty cool to watch. Yeah. But I mean, you know, yours doesn't have to be that big of a deal, obviously. You can just write it down on a piece of paper and light a match to it. Fire it up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Pour some gasoline on that beach. So are are there any other ones that you'd wanted to add, like that that aren't on this list of things that you've, you've done, you're doing? No, I think the only thing that I've really done consistently is to write down things and then burn it. So I like the burning aspect. Like mm-hmm. Fire is fascinating. <laughs> Pyromania. No, I just like looking at it. Even even though they have like those apps on your TVs and stuff where you know even it, if it's it looks fake, like a wood logging. You like looking yeah. at it. Yeah, you know, a little crackling noise. Mm-hmm. You don't have to clean it up after the like, Yule log. Easy. Yeah, the Yule Log thing. Yeah. I'm going to do that. I'm going to look at that today. <laughs> you do that when you look up some <laughs> Zozobra videos on YouTube. So I, I feel like, you know, that last bit is, you know, uh, that lighting things on fire just goes along the lines with what you were talking about at the start of this. Like, let's purge some shit, right? Let's light some shit on fire. Mm-hmm. For sure. So what, what would be on your purge list then? Shit you want to leave? Should we go there? Behind? <laughs> well, I don't know. Should we? I want to hear. I want to hear, Kathy. I want to hear. So one of the things that, and I'm not sure if it's because it's gone virtual, but like the corporate jargon that we really need to leave in 2020. I have a huge long list of these I bet you do. jargons. <laughs> these jargons. These sayings. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, wait, I got a question. So are these things that came up during 2020? You're just like, here's a chance to get rid of it all (laughs) from ever. I think it's just corporate jargon in general. And it just seems like in the last few years since I've been in the corporate world that this has come up. So, for instance, the word bandwidth that everyone loves and um, take it offline when you're in a meeting, you know, people will say, well, let's take this offline. And then they'll 
continue to talk about it for 20 more minutes. Um, <laughs> or they'll say it like three or four other times throughout the meeting. Ping me. Mm. I know. What's that all about? Can't you just say know. text me, email me? Email me, drop me a message. Ping you. What, you want me to slap you? Is that what ping means? Because I'd be more <laughs> than happy to do that. What in your email message, you put like the emoji with the hand, like about just watch you. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it's like you told me to ping you. <laughs> now, all hands on deck is an old one because when I worked at Trader Joe's, that was one of their all hands on deck, like which meant everybody that's on the floor goes, goes up to the registers to bag groceries because it's, you know, busy at the registers to help the cashiers. I don't think I've ever really heard that in the corporate world, but I have, which is weird. Yeah. I mean, it makes it seem like more, it seems more appropriate to be at Trader Joe's because you know, well, they have that whole navigational theme thing. Pirate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But we're not on a ship in an office. So like, (laughs) right. That's cool. You could use that (laughs) kind of comparison, but what's that really mean? (laughs) Have you ever heard of run it up the flagpole? Run it up the flagpole. Mm-hmm. Mm, I've heard it, but I don't know what that means. I guess it's basically run it up the flagpole to see if it, if something works or if people uh, like it or to surrender. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! I I thought it was just me being kind of slightly ESL about things. I'm like, what does that mean? What? <laughs> What's a flagpole? It's a flagpole. I'm just kidding. That's messed up. Uh, Deep dive. We all love that Uh, one, don't we, Shailani? I yeah. I yeah. Like, what does what does that really mean? And when you're deep diving, you really ain't going all that deep. So let's stop calling it by not doing it at all. It's just basically a long ass meeting, is what it is. Yeah, but. And I mean, deep dive feels like, all right, you're going to get down there. We're going to really understand some stuff. We're going to just focus on some things. And that doesn't seem to happen. It just all seems like just a bunch of talk. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so you dive real deep and then what? It's like, what right. are you doing as a result of this? You all just talking for five hours? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then this one you just, you recently said, like before we started recording, you said this one. What did I say? Low-hanging fruit. Oh, <laughs> I know you like it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's like what? What? It's low-hanging. You could get it. Right. Get it I get fast. it. I get it. Well, so how else would you say it then? Low-hanging in three words. How would you say to get at something heck of fast? But it's like these these this jargon. It's just so much easier. Just to like, I just feel like when people say stuff like this, it's like either they're trying to be cool or they're trying to be all, you know, fancy or more intelligent than they actually are. I have something to add to that list as well, too. And I agree. And I think my perspective is like just because in all the meetings that I'm in having to hear all that. I mean, you hear it all, all the time, too. It's like I hate to add fuel to the fire by using it but sometimes people just don't understand it's used so much that it's like all right you want me to say that to get my point across i guess i gotta use this phrase 
you know, it's just a communication language thing. And every time I cringe, for example, in this past year, I know we we care a lot about people and are concerned about them and we're all working remotely. But to start off an email with, hope you're being safe and well, or like ending it. <laughs> it's almost like I want to express my concern. I don't know how to do it any other way than what everybody else is doing without sounding fake ass. It's like thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and I know. <laughs> like I'll say that I'll say that as well too but it's kind of like I always feel like fake because and it's not that I'm not doing it but you know sometimes those words don't even have meaning on people like what if they're atheists what if they don't care about your prayer like I'm yeah. glad you feel good you do that but that ain't gonna yeah. bring back whatever was lost you know anyway right no and it's it's very like blow smoke up your ass ish so does that mean, Kathy, now like every email I could send you, I'm going to just put like, we could take this offline, but I thought I would ping you today <laughs> and end it with, hope you're doing well and safe. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers, Kathy, during this difficult time. <laughs> you're going to get one in your email. Yeah. And then you know what I'm going to send back in that email? I'm going to send you Fire. a middle finger emoji is what I'm going to send. <laughs> Put it on a piece of paper and burn that shit. A video of me burning your email. Yeah. <laughs> this Do is what it. I think of your thoughts and prayers. Do it. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sending you one. <sighs> so this is one that I think should be practiced. It's called Stack Hands. No. And basically it comes from... When I guess athletes, which as an athlete, I've never heard of it, but where you huddle together, mm-hmm. kind of come together as a team, you know, and like do one of those cheers, like, go Cougars. Oh, the, or, the yeah. This? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think a particular program that does huddles three times a week should incorporate that. What do you think? How are you going to do that? So they can bring to the table some action items as they heard cats because everybody's in the weeds and they can drill down to any kind of solution. Deep dive. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, at the end of the day, all that really matters. (laughs) That's like an episode of The Office. No, Office Space. I think think it's The Office. On The Office, (laughs) yeah. It's like you can use all of these in one sentence. But another one that I'm seeing on like social media lately is the word normalize. Let's normalize blah de blah de blah. It's like, can we normalize the word normalize? (laughs) (laughs) Just the thought. Normalize is a, a, you know, it's different for everybody in data. You want to normalize data, but that makes sense in that context. Mm Mm-hmm. Because if you use a different word, it it says something different. I mean, it's like I feel like that's jargon specifically to like data people. Well, I think what up. they're trying to get at is let's normalize the word, whatever. They're basically saying, why can't this certain word be normal? Why does it have to be a big deal? Why do people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I guess <laughs> my point of all of this is that yeah. the overused words. To the point of 
no one's going to listen anymore. No one's going to care. I mean, once they see that word, they're just going to, at least for me, I'm just going to be like, bye. So how about we normalize corporate jargon <laughs> Say good and night. not use it anymore? <laughs> that we become so numb to the meaning we've just devalued. It's like slang, you know? <laughs> And I read something that in the next meeting, you should have like a game. So the next meeting y'all are in, you have somebody that desig- that's designated to like ring a bell or sound a buzzer whenever people use any of these words. So that like, a- like you're so you become aware of how often they're used within like an hour meeting. Wow. I volunteer to be the buzzer. I bet you do. <laughs> It's all like, <laughs> like it's, it's going to be more, or it's kind of like a Pavlovian kind of effect, right? It's like, all right, I'm going to do this thing, ring a bell, do a thing, give a treat, not give a treat, make you <laughs> right. feel uncomfortable, whatever it is, every time you do this. Give you three action items instead of one. I know, that's right. You've just tripled all the shit we're about to put on your plate already anyway. Mm-hmm. You have to take the task of the person to the left of you on the Zoom conference. (laughs) (laughs) Have you heard the saying, boil an ocean? Yes. Oh, my God. You want to talk? Yes. All day long in our work. I know you know what I'm talking about. I have never heard of that before. What? Where have you heard it? In our work. When we're talking about big data. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. So what's it mean? I don't even know. And I asked that in a meeting too. I was like, what, what is that? And I was like, honestly, I wasn't trying to like rip on someone. I really did not know what you mean. Like, how is that even possible? Like, why would we say that? How is, what is that? Who's trying to do that? So basically it's impossible to boil the amount of water that makes up an ocean. Yeah. Like whatever you're asking is too big. So like, why couldn't we just say that? I get it. I mean, you know, some people are visual. I am. So I, when they said that, I was like, oh, well, I could see that. Wow. That must be really hard to do. But then at the same time, I'm like, why are we using that in this context? <laughs> why can't you just, just say, say really this is a really large project to do? Really big ask. Let's <laughs> narrow it down. How about that? Oh, ask. Big ask. That's another one. That's a big... What's your ask? Kathy, well, Come on. <laughs> How are we going to get shit done? How would you say that then? Tell me how. So my ask is, just say, so what I'm asking you all to do. See how that, what's your ask? My ask is what I'm asking you to do. That's like triple the amount of words. So basically it's shorthand and speak. Verbal shorthand. Yeah. It's all caveman. Exactly. Don't use verbs anymore. It's just <laughs> yeah, like words. Just pound your chest. I'll know exactly what you mean. I know. <laughs> so what about you? I've gone on my rant. <laughs> Mine is not nearly as exciting. As <laughs> I mean, when you listen to my list compared to yours, that actually can have like meaningful impact in our lives. I'm totally going to sound like grouchy old woman who's been in quarantine since March. <laughs> like... That's what this shit's going to sound like. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. All right. So things I could stay back in 2020, I'm going to state the obvious. Miss Rona, she could fucking kick it in 2020 and not follow us into 2021. But I get it. That's just where 
things are out. And really just kind of like all the awful things that have happened this year. I am so done with it. I'm just glad we're in December. Um, but as a result of all of that, I just feel like it's created like these short fuses and like lack of patience, which I know personally I want to correct. Let me course correct that, Kathy. <laughs> that's another one. Add that so basically list. your list is personal. Mine is not. That's the difference. No. No, because watch. I'm a, I'm a There's much more transformational than mine. Mine's just a bitch rant. No, I'm, that's why I think like your list actually does make sense. Um, you'll see. Let me just keep going down the list here. Uh, but anyway, so the, the list of annoyances, just kind of speaking of annoyances, is people who don't know how to drive or be outside. I'm sorry. I just got like, How to be outside. <laughs> like, do you know how to walk on the sidewalk? Do you know how to just get out of the way? Do you know how to be considerate of other people? I know you're, you've are you been locked up inside all day, but you see me with a mask. You know we're supposed to be distant. We're all out here trying to get our walk on and our exercise. Let's all respect our space. Move to the side if you see me coming. Sorry, I know that's... They're playing chicken is what they're playing. I know, but... You know that just... game when you play chicken oh, I do. in a car. Yeah. They're yeah, just playing but... it while they're walking. They're going to see but who's going like... to move first. <laughs> Yeah, but it's in those situations, it's like you're trying to, you know, uh, establish who's maybe the more dominant one. And in this time when everybody's trying to be careful, like be more considerate, mm -hmm. be nice. Okay, anyway, sorry, that to go off on that. Zoom video conferences, mm -hmm. I'm done. Mm -hmm. And especially with them having to show my face, like, no, I'm not. Because my bandwidth. <laughs> My actual bandwidth. My actual bandwidth is getting eaten up by my video showing. And y'all don't need to see my face. It don't matter. Look at a picture. Still look the same. But just worse because now I'm in my pajamas with no makeup and my hair is all ratty. Like, is that what you want to look at while we're trying to be serious? No. <laughs> anyway, that's all my list. Oh, and? Okay, can I just. Right. And can I just add one more thing about Zoom? Just like etiquette on Zoom. I wish somebody could send a list out. Like, I don't want to watch you eat. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see your messy background. Like, I'm guilty of that. Where I sit, they can see my my dishes that I just washed in my pots and pans. So I need to be better at like blurring my background or putting a fake background or sitting someplace else. I will admit to that all day long. But just Zoom. That's all I got to say. Zoom. I'm tired of it. No, I mean, I'm right there with you as far as the etiquette. It's like, okay, how many months have we been doing this virtual meeting and you still don't know how to fucking mute your audio? <laughs> it's like, I don't want to hear you sniffling and coughing and your dog barking and you slurp in your coffee. I don't need to hear that, especially if you're drowning out the person that's actually trying to talk. And why people don't get that and aren't aware of what's happening just blows my mind it's like you've been doing this since march can you kind of like get a clue already how many times do i have to tell you within one meeting to mute your audio i should just send them that song that we made i'm gonna start emailing that to freaking people i'm gonna start putting it in ch my chat during the meeting <laughs> i was just thinking about that <laughs> What I, what I do like about, like, just kind of those quirky little Zoom things is I love seeing people's pets, though, I ain't gonna lie. Like, little kitty cats. Well, if they're quiet, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, if they're quiet. But if they're yapping in the background and barking, I feel bad because, you know, you can't control that kind of stuff. And, you know, they're animals. They don't know that you're on a Zoom. Or maybe they do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. 
They're trying to get help. SOS, help me. <laughs> SOS, get off the damn computer. Come get me. Pay attention to me. I mean, it's one thing if you're talking and it's and they're barking, but it's another thing if you're not talking and you don't have yeah. you're you're not muted and they're making noise. I mean, that's a whole yeah. other story. But yeah, the etiquette. I don't get it. It's been eight or nine months now, and it's just like. Wow. People are moving their computer or their phone around while they're on video. It's like, sit your motherfucking yeah. ass down. <laughs> sit still or turn off your video when you move around. I know. Or don't, or driving. I've seen people driving. I can understand like being in your car, maybe if you don't have a place that's quiet to like talk, right? I mean, you have other people in your house and, you know, in whatever, you can't put your headphones on or they're doing, they're working too. That's the other thing I noticed is like people working with their spouses, their partners um, in a shared space and like yeah. they'll unmute, but because their partner who's like five feet away is in a meeting as well too, you hear them talking. So then it's just, I don't know, I'm just like super sensitive to sound, unfortunately. <laughs> no, and those like are, kind of those stuff. are legitimate situations. Yeah. It's just those yeah. idiots that aren't getting the picture. And, you know, picking your teeth or your nose or your ear or your whatever. And it's like, turn off your video. Crunching on some chips. <laughs> it's like, really? Hungry, watching you Would you do Doritos. this in an actual meeting in a conference room? No, you wouldn't. Well, that, that's the thing. So I mean, that's pretend like you're in a meeting in a conference room right, right now. Yeah, but that's exactly it. It's kind of like if you can't, if you're not in a space to be able to, you know, uh, act like you are in a conference room with somebody, then turn your, just stay muted, turn your video off. And, you know, but if you are dressed up, you're presentable, you're ready to go. And it's like, you're sitting in an actual meeting. That's really the intent. I am guessing that zoom had, it's like, it's virtually having the same thing you would do if you were in person. One thing I do miss that I hope, uh, it's more like a miss versus like what I do want to have um, happen in 2021 is like being able to go to live shows and live music. Like I, I really do try to like support the online kind of concerts and things, but that can kind of just, yeah. I don't know. It's just it's different. hard. Yeah. Standing in line to go into the grocery store or any store. Now that we're shelter in placing 20% capacity, this time, I don't really like, I get lazy. Well, like there's I, a delivery service, Shailani. You can have I your groceries know. delivered if you don't want to stand in line for 10 I minutes. Know. But then people are like, you know, you don't know who touched it. And like, what if I want to look at my apples that I want? Like, what if you pick them? Yeah, yucky? I would never get produce in a delivery situation. But anyway, but just stuff like that. And it's kind yeah. of like, I don't, I'm not hating on it. I just, you know, we need to do it. And I, I will, that's fine. Like, we'll put up with it. But I just, I'm lazy. You're standing out there with all these people. And then some people, oh, God. And then, like, some people, they don't, like, okay, yeah, we're standing out here. But then they're still standing, like, a foot behind you. And I want to turn around and be a total bitch about it. Like, that hell happened. And it's just this idea of, like, look, we're in a long-ass line. Like, how do you not see 20 people trying to distance themselves and you are on your phone breathing down my neck, like, right behind me? Give them the Death Star stare, Shaylani. Oh, I, have. Shailani, oh, I, I have. know you have one. Yeah, I got one. I used it. I've been using it this whole time. <laughs> I'm like, what? What are you doing? Don't you see me? Like, what are you doing? Get off your phone. Like, I'm on my phone too, but at least pay attention. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> God. And now I'm sounding, I see, grouchy old lady. That's what this it's is. all right. It's okay. This is, you know, not only is it a purge session, it's a bitch purge session. Thank you. This is very therapeutic. Sorry, everybody else has to go through it as well. <laughs> 
I'll send you my bill. Anyway, and then the last thing is just wearing a mask, which actually is on my list of things to keep in 2021. I think it's actually a good practice. Like it's annoying, like it's safe, but it's also annoying at the same time. It is hard. I think I have more masks than I do underwear right now at this point, (laughs) which it's not a good thing. And it's not like they're interchangeable. It's not like I can wear masks as underwear. Although I haven't tried that. You kind of can. Maybe. I mean, you know, a little strap. It could be kind of like a thong, maybe. Yeah, or just like a... Or if you put your legs through where your ears would go. You got to have like tiny ass legs. (laughs) How how little do you think my legs are? Exactly. (laughs) It would make it past my, it wouldn't even make it past my ankle. I wouldn't make it past my, like the top of my foot. So I didn't even like (laughs) (laughs) I could put extenders on it. (laughs) Extenders. What are we going to do with all our masks? When we I don't mean, I guess if you're in a pinch, you can do that. <laughs> you might as well take a paper towel and tape it around you. At that point. <laughs> don't you have like a, a leaf or something? <laughs> Some kind of uh, bamboo. Oh, Adam and Eve. Banana leaf. Yeah. I'm sure you have banana leaves in your house. Well, because you know, Filipinos, we all got banana leaves just kicking it in our fridge. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, all right. That was my list. That was it. My little rant, like totally dumb shit that I should not be complaining about. I should be thankful to just day by day and grateful <laughs> for what we have. So. Yeah, but I'm sure 99% of the people out there can relate. Yeah. So. so the other thing that I was going to leave in... 2020 or those memes memes of 2020 that need to stay in 2020 really they're kind of fun so here's my list go for it anything to do with trump period that's stressful i don't need to expand on that how it started how it's going hope this email finds you well how the email found me. So there's like two boxes. Oh. It's like one box is hope this email finds you well. And the second box is like, you know, a bunny rabbit on fire in front of a computer or something. <laughs> well, let's keep that one. <laughs> that's every day. And then <laughs> that's every day. That ain't even a 2020 right. thing. That's Thoughts and day. prayers. <laughs> Although I've seen, a, I don't know if it's a meme necessary, but I saw a graphic that says that has tater tots in pairs, like tots in pairs. Get it? Tots, tater tots in pairs. Lots and prayers. That's like a dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, how cute. How would you get rid of that, Kathy? That's so cute. <laughs> no, I like that one. Okay. And then the white cat, the women yelling at the cat. Do you remember that? The cat meme. With the two women. And that woman is from, yeah, the woman's from the uh, Real Housewives of whatever county at the time. Oh, that's, okay, yeah, we could double that one. That one's run its course. That could go away. So the baby Yoda, it's cute. It's cute, I get it. I've been watching Mandalorian since I have a Disney Plus free subscription for six months. (laughs) So I understand the attraction, but 
you know, baby Yoda needs to grow up. Baby Yoda's on my list of things to keep. <laughs> I figured. I figured. <laughs> so another meme is my plans and 2020. So basically oh, it yeah. shows my plans and then 2020 basically is like a dumpster on fire. I love- and then Tiger King, Tiger King and C- Carol Baskin. Oh, no! They're out. No. They're so 2020. Well, like, they're def- we're not taking them with us. Yeah, no, they're definitely done. They're definitely done. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one is the rat with the pizza. Rat with the pizza? Yeah, I remember when New York City was basically... I mean, the rats are starving, basically, because the restaurants aren't filling up their dumpsters with oh. food. <laughs> And so I guess someone took a picture of a rat having a whole slice of pizza in its mouth, yeah. like on the sidewalk or something. And that turned into some stupid ass meme every five minutes. Why would he get rid of those? That's so funny. <laughs> I'm not saying they're not funny. It's just, you know, after a while. You're tired of seeing it. They get old. They recycle it. We've got to refresh. Got to do 2.0. <laughs> I can't. I think, like, I find those things entertaining because it's kind of like now, I don't know if I told you this, but I bought a TV. And, um, you what? Oh, did I tell you this? I broke no. my streak. Oh, my God. Of 12 years of not owning it. This is what the Rona did. It's like it made me buy a TV. I'm going to blame it on that. It's not that. It's me. But anyway, I bought a TV. And because I never, I haven't had a TV in 12 years, I love watching commercials. Are you serious right now? I am. And I think that that's probably why I feel like, you know, I'm not, I'm on Instagram and I see memes and stuff a a lot. You know, I'm on it enough, but I'm not on it a whole, whole lot. So every time I see stuff like that, like dumb shit is hella entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I had my friend over here. We're watching TV, and he reaches for the remote. It's a commercial, and he puts it on mute. I'm like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> this is the best part of the <laughs> show. <laughs> this is the best part of the commercial. <laughs> That's why I watch this show. It's for the commercials. <laughs> he just looked at me like, "Uh, I know <laughs> this is going on mute." <laughs> I'm like, what? That is hilarious. I'm like, what? You don't want to learn about Humectra or whatever the new drug is? <laughs> and the side effects? The side <laughs> Come on, we all want to know. It's fascinating. <laughs> and it's the same actors for every medication commercial. So there you have it. What needs to be left behind 2020 and how to get rid of it is to burn, to burn it to pieces. <laughs> Find an empty dumpster and just throw it all in there and light it on fire. How's that? A dumpster fire. I don't know why lately that's been like the visual of that is like hilarious to me for some reason. <laughs> when we're talking about things like, God, what? That's such a dumpster fire right now. <laughs> You're like, dang, hot trash. All right. 
to our listeners if you have anything that you want to keep in 2020 and not take it with you into 2021. Whatever your ritual is, or if you don't have one, write it down on a piece of paper, light it on fire, and just let it drift up into the stars. <laughs> and hopefully it won't follow you into 2021. Do it outside. Close your windows. Close your doors. Don't let the smoke get back in. <laughs> like, let <laughs> right? it go. Don't let the ashes come don't back in. Don't let the ashes come back in. You don't want no burnt shit all up in your house. Residue for 2020. <laughs> Trying to get back in like an ex. That's right. <laughs> Knocking right. on your door. Trying to get back in. Lock it all down. Lock it down. Change your number. Move. <laughs> <laughs> Change the topic, Kathy, quick. <laughs> so that, ladies and gentlemen, is our purge cast. Okay. And this is our last episode for 2020 for Shailani and I. And we will try to come up with more funnier things for 2021 <laughs> so that you'll continue to listen. And Happy New Year to everyone. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Be safe and well. Thoughts and prayers. And we'll see you next year on Women Who Sarcast. Thank you for listening to Women Who Sarcast, an independent podcast. We welcome and encourage your snarky comments. Contact us at womenwhosarcast at yahoo.com and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at womenwhosarcast. Support us on Patreon and become part of our sarcastic community. Visit www.patreon.com backslash womenwhosarcast. Show music provided by Mike Imbasciani.